Hello, Joe. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Never. Did you see that John oh. Arts uh, emailed us with like every single fact ever about the Orange County Performing Center? <laughs> yeah, John Arts, thank you for your email. Also, I wanted to, uh, before we start, um, thank new listener, uh, new friend of the show, Roberto Arc. Um, I think is how you say his his name. But Roberto sent us a nice email. He went to catchinguppodcast.com, clicked contact, and filled out the form, sent an email, email to both Mike and Joe. Um, and thank you. And he's listening to every episode, he said, Joe. Well, I know. Whenever people tell us, backwards. I'm always like, why? You and I just had a conversation that now that we turn around the show so fast, we don't even listen to the show anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, how are you? What's going on? I was, wait, I want to um, go back to this. I was just talking to a friend of the show, Adam Burns. Yeah. Who, for reasons that will not be explained on the show, did not listen to our show for two months or so. <laughs> Okay. He and I had a little bit of a falling out for a bit, but we've patched things up. And as oh. a result of patching things up, he went back and listened for, to like episodes 200 to 210. And uh, like he binged them. And uh, I was very amused by that because he's like, I binged the, the last 10 episodes of your show. And I'm all like, he's all like, I could be one of those interns. And I was like, oh God, can you imagine listening to 10 episodes of this in a row? In a row, Mike Lawson? I this is the weirdest thing when you first said Adam Burns I, for whatever reason my mind thought Adam fought oh, no. and so this whole thing was a very different story in my head and then you did the accent of Adam Burns and I was like oh I got this whole thing wrong Adam Vaught and I would never get in a fight Adam Vaught is my best friend even though as I said before even though I'm clear I don't this makes no sense I'm clearly his best friend and he knows I'm his best friend but he's afraid to say I'm his best friend because <laughs> his best friend from high school uh-huh. in his head is his best friend. Even though Mike Lawson, they never speak or see each other. It's best. The whole best friend thing is weird to me. Yeah, that's why. That's why. No, that's why I don't care. Like I know him. Like in other words, I don't need the title. I know I'm his best friend. Okay. He knows I'm his best friend. Except I don't I don't get officially the, I don't officially get the title because some weird superstition he has about this other best friend. Who by the way, coincidentally, named Joe. Okay. <laughs> um so you had a falling out with Adam Burns mm-hmm. and then he he binged. Um No, once we, I, once also, we made Joe, up, he binged. Wait, yeah, I think you're bearing the lead here because I got like text messages from mutual friends mm-hmm. like What's up with Joe? His voicemail's full. I tried to call him. My voicemail's full? So that's what somebody told me. Hmm. Are, but are you okay? Like, you put a oh, pretty dramatic look, message Mike out Lawson, into the world. I, I'm not even joking. Tomorrow is Tuesday, okay? I am calling up my insurance provider, Kaiser Permanente, and I am setting an appointment with a mental health professional because... My hypochondria has gotten out of control. Okay. Where now, like, we've already talked about, like, the various illnesses I have. But now, and and I actually want the help from the audience here. Don't be shy. Now, I will say, to, to save Mike the the headache here, only email Joe at catching up. Wait, is it catchinguppodcast.com? Yeah. 
Email Joe at catchinguppodcast.com your constipation stories. Let's get to this. <laughs> so here's the thing. Please select the, from the drop down. You can select who you want to send it to. Mm-hmm. These are perfect examples of what to go to Joe only. No, 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 no. I definitely want to. Cause, uh, let, let, I'm burying the leads. But that shouldn't be the name of the episode. Is burying the lead. So <laughs> F- Flat poops. Yeah. So, okay, we, we dealt with, you guys were with me with the whole, like, blood test drama, right? You know, and then, and and I thought I had, like, well, you know, I can actually say this now because it's out in the open, okay? Taylor the Latte Boy, I don't know if you know this, but Taylor the Latte Boy on, has gone on his own show and our show and discussed his medical, uh, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, episode that he had over the past few months. Okay? Drama. Yeah, medical drama happened over the past few months. So now I can openly say that I am a hypochondriac who, when I hear people have certain symptoms, I take on those symptoms, right? Oh, so really? when ta- Yeah, so when Taylor had gallstones and slash um, a, a mass on his liver, I then uh, had gallstones and a mass on my liver, Okay. And went to the doctor and had a battery of tests done to prove that I don't have that stuff, right? It came out clear. I think we talked about that on the show. Okay. Then I, everything's, you know, I'm like, great. Everything's free and clear. Then Monday morning, last Monday morning, a week ago today, I, and this is important to the story. This is going to be, by the way. If you're triggered by bowel movement stories and constipation stories or anything yeah. like that, I'm going to say, you know, we are at seven minutes exactly right now. I'm going to say for sure by minute 15, it'll be done. Mike, even if it's I'm in the middle of a sentence at minute 15, I'll be done. Okay. Okay. So I uh, I wake up and Mike, I don't know if you've ever had this. And I want to hear if you have. Yeah. The bowl, the water in the bowl is a bright crimson red. Right? Oh God! To a hypochondriac, I, mean, I I have, but it's related to eating beets. <laughs> oh no 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 no! This was not beets. This was clearly blood. Right? Yeah yeah, I have it. Now I will say, FYI, as we know in this show, I think it was redder and more full in the bowl as usual because I use a bidet. So instead of like okay. wiping the blood from my bunghole, right? It the water is spraying it into the bowl, and so now it's just the the bowl is just full of red, right? Okay. But I freak out and I call Kaiser Permanente, and they say actually this qualifies for a video appointment with a doctor, right? Where you go like on like a like a video like a snap not like a like a like your phone like you know like live. <laughs> okay. And I can't use words right now. And um, I go, you know what? And I go, there's no copay. And I go, you know what? I like this no copay thing. I'm going to do it. And I already have my um, tripod set up to show my anus. Yeah. So (laughs) From last night. I make the appointment, right? And the doctor, I tell the doctor, because, you know, of course, when you Google this. Yeah, yeah. Immediately. And I don't want to trigger other people out there. So I'm just going to say immediately. Uh, cancer comes up, I'll just say, right? I want to say what kind of cancer, but cancer comes up. So I go, oh, fuck, I have cancer. I have cancer. So I call her and go ahead. That's about the time that we were texting, right? No, this is the last Monday. Monday. So I call the doc. We have the video appointment. The doctor, Mike, I'm not even being funny, is nearly laughing at me. You know, she asks me, and this could be informative too. She goes, it's a bright red color. And I go, yes. And she goes, it's in the bowl. I go, yes. It goes, it's hemorrhoids. And I go, well, I don't have any itching or burning or I've, I've had hemorrhoids in the past, right? She uh-huh. goes, oh, that's because you have internal hemorrhoids. All right. And so there's no nerve endings in on in your insides. So that's why you don't feel the itching and the burning, but it's it's on the insides. It, she goes, you're too young for colon cancer. Those are, and colon cancer would have other symptoms, and if it's bright red, that's a good sign. I mean, it's, it's sure. internal hemorrhoids. And she goes, "It should clear up in a few days. Just do X, Y, and Z." And I go, "Okay." And I hang up. And that's where most normal people would just then proceed with their life, right? Yeah, because you weren't in discomfort. 
Is that true? No, no discomfort. No. Okay. Yeah. Whenever I would poop, it bled, right? And it's important to the story that I only really poop in the morning. It's my only time I ever poop, okay? When I wake up. That's important to the story. Yeah, time check. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, next morning I wake up, blood. Like, fuck. Next morning I wake up, blood. And I'm like, well, and they say, like, call us in a week if it's freaking out, if it's an emergency, right? Well, I still I would be kind of, con- this is concerning. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You see blood. Exactly, yeah. and here's the other thing too, is I recognize, like, today's Memorial Day, I go, Memorial Day is coming. So that means in a week, if there's still blood, I won't be able to see a doctor Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, right? That means I would have yeah. to wait till Tuesday to see a doctor. So I think, oh, fuck this, I'm making an appointment to see my doctor tomorrow. Because I should, I go, I should have, as a, as a hypochondriac, I should have always just gone in. Right? Yeah. So I uh, go with, the, okay, we have four minutes. So I go into the doctor and. Real quick though, yeah. what do you think that the the person that saw you over video is going to like do, or what do you think the person that sees you face to face will do that the person that just saw you over video will not do? Okay, very good question. My mom said that one time she went in and they just stuck this like, um, like little thin wire up her, her butt and said like. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, it's it's it, you have an internal hemorrhoid, right? So I figured that's what they would do, right? Oh, okay. So I go into the doctor, and you can tell that this doctor just not that he has a terrible bedside manner, but he's he's not the kind of bedside manner that I need. I might even change primary care physicians. He's just very matter of fact, and it was just like, well, um, it'd be very, 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 very unusual for you to have colon cancer at your age. He goes. It's so low that they don't even screen until age 50. So he goes, but if you want, I can order a colonoscopy if you want, right? Okay. Mike. But he's, and I ask him, I even say, as a hypochondriac, I say, listen, as a hypochondriac, I only have a minute and a half left. I got to finish, finish, rush his story. Would you have ordered, the, would you order the colonoscopy? He's like, no. But here's the deal. And this is where, maybe it's good that I'm rushing through this. You know what? At the 15 minute point, I'm just going to tell people like, hey, I know it's 15 minutes. You go another two, right? So anyway, now, and this has been happening since last Monday, because of the hemorrhoids, I'm afraid to poop. I don't want to see the blood. So now I'm afraid of pooping. I'm afraid of uh, eating anything because it's going to make me poop. I'm afraid of the blood, right? The, the, pause for one second. Yeah. Um. And I'll give you a buffer then, so we were not talking about poop when we get to 15 minutes. But okay. there, this reminds me of a story at the Boys and Girls Club I worked at. One of the older girls, it's the all relates, I swear to God. One of the older girls um, told one of the like six year olds that she did Bloody Mary in the bathroom and that Bloody Mary lived in the bathroom. And all the like six year old girls refused to go to the bathroom. And so they were all peeing their pants and we had to get like a professional to oh, come in really? and help us solve this. Yeah. I'm one of those little girls. Yeah. So yeah. I was afraid to go to the bathroom. And bloody Mary. You know what I mean? Yeah. You were just afraid to go. Mike, I totally get it because I was afraid to go to the bathroom. I, I'm still kind of afraid when you hear what happens. So, because one of the things I noticed when this is another part of it, this came up in the video conference and everything like that is that my, this is where we're going to get into very descriptive stool descriptions, right? My stool was... <laughs> Hold on, wait. Like, yeah. did we really tell people to come in back at 15 and then this is when we get Yeah, maybe, maybe we should kill time until... Because we have a minute left. He'll be like, okay, look, this is... This is <laughs> or can you on. do it in a minute? <laughs> I can do it in a minute. We could still have to... We, we, the story's not even done. The story's not even done. We're just still setting up the story. I just know at 15 minute mark, you're like, corn? When did I eat corn? Oh, no. I know. Mike, I have become quite the fecal expert. I'm waiting to hear this story. This story is so ridiculous, right? Yeah. So we have 30 seconds left at the 15 minute mark. <laughs> um, so anyway, the, 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 it, it, it's coming out like, I, and this is the best description I can think of, right? You know, like those Farmer John breakfast sausage links or the sausage links you could uh, get at like when you get ordered like pancakes? Sure. It, I'm getting like one of those in the morning. And that's okay. it. That's very little for me. Hold on. We're coming up, we're coming up in 15 minutes here. Okay. Five seconds away. Yeah. D-D-D-D-D-D. Yeah, 
Hey everyone, this is the 15 minute mark. We're not done with the story. Come back at the 20 minute mark. We'll check in there. All right, thanks. Anyway, so... Uh, okay, back to poop talk. Yeah, yeah. Poop talk. <laughs> Wait, hold on. It's time now for poop talk with Mike and Joe. Anyway, um, that's all I'm getting is like one little sausage link. And the reason I bring that up, it's important is then you go online and it says that if you are have, you eating normally well i am eating less than usual because i'm afraid of the blood right okay but and then i become you afraid less, of the you're poop. gonna poop less yes right? and then i became afraid is of that... the poop yes 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 then it says okay. if you have a um, stool that's thin as a pencil that shows a blockage and you could have colon cancer right okay yeah so I'm like, oh, God, and here's the deal. And this is where, like, with the way my medical insurance is covered is if it's not a routine colonoscopy, I have to pay for it. So when I'm 50 and they do a colonoscopy, it's free, right? For, I'm not going to, well, not free for me, right? Yeah. But if the doctor orders one, I have to pay full price until I hit my deductible. Uh, and so I'm going to pay, like, $1,000 for a colonoscopy. Yeah. But I'm like... But I am, Mike, I am high, high, high level of anxiety at this point where I want to pay the $1,000. $1,000 I don't even have, right? But don't, couldn't you convince yourself that like waiting the, they, how many days did they say to wait till it cleared up? Like three or four days? Oh, no, the hem- I'm sorry. I have update here. The hemorrhoids were gone the day I went to go see, the, uh, the blood was gone the day I went to go see the doctor. That morning I woke oh. up, zero blood, just, just as was predicted. Right. Okay. So at this stage, there's no blood. Okay. Okay. Hemorrhoid is cleared up. Now it's just breakfast sausage link or maybe sometimes thinner stool. Okay. But it's not hard lumps. It's just like weird. You're soft. a crazy person, Joe. Okay. Mike, even yesterday, I was obsessed and I had like level of panic attack. So I, because I was so anxious, I wasn't hungry. Sure. But I forced myself to eat high-fiber foods yesterday. I had a bowl of shredded wheat, and then for and then I, the only other meal I ate was half a bowl of chipotle, but, but it had brown rice and black beans, okay? Okay, yeah. I forced myself to eat that, and I literally had to take uh, – I was so freaked out, like freaked out Mike Lawson where I was like sh- – like you saw the Facebook message post I, 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 I made, right? By the yeah. way, no doctor friends called me, by the way. I I made that crazy Facebook post where I was like, I really am convinced I have cancer. Please, a doctor, call me. I'm a, I, my former roommate, Hector, I'm just sick of calling him. Not because I just feel sorry for him. Because he's constantly yeah. getting... I called him about the hemorrhoids. He Before I had the video appointment, he's like, cancel the video appointment. He goes, this is so common. Like, this is... 77% of people get this, right? And just FYI for more colon cancer facts. 90... 90 per over 90 percent of all colon cancer cases are over the age of 50 the part that freaked me out is like 76 percent of the remaining are people in their 40s right so i was like well that's me clearly me right you're a crazy person so, Joey. okay so this morning i'm happy to say we can i can do this and wrap it up in time i had i still felt a little constipated but i had to go poop and i made one that I felt was not pencil thin, a normal <laughs> color. Mike Lawson, because I know how crazy I am, I'm not joking. I went and got surgical gloves. No. I fished no, it. No, 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 no. Why? I fished Wait, it. Wait, why? I'm telling you. I'm going to tell you. Listen, listen. I fished it out of the toilet and I put it on a white paper plate. <laughs> Joe, and I took, what is going on? No, and I took pictures of it with my phone at different uh, angles, and I even took a pencil I didn't want anymore and put it next to it for reference. Here's why: I'm gonna tell you why. Put the pencil next to the piece of poop. It was a nice length. It was about. It was still small. Joe, enough, but this was, is psychotic. And I took pictures. Then I once it was done, I took a trash bag and wrapped. Well, I put the the, the poop back in the toilet. Then I threw the pencil, the plate, and the glove, took them off in a paper trash bag, not in a plastic trash bag, and dumped them in the trash can. Here's why. Here's why. It makes sense. Okay? 
By the way, we're coming up in 20 minutes. We're done with the poop talk. Wait, let me say it. Wait, wait, when it's actually 20. Okay, we're coming up on 20. It's 20 minutes now if you, if you jumped ahead. We're done with the poop talk, but we're doing reference to it. So, But it's not going to be gross. It's not going to be gross. Okay. Anyway, Mike, because here's the deal. In, and by the way, it's already come in handy. I, knew, I wish I could have skipped the 20-minute mark. <laughs> I knew. I knew that I'm so crazy. This is the smartest thing I've ever done, actually, believe it or not. I knew that I'm so fucking psychotic and crazy that once I flushed the toilet later on, I would be like, well, maybe you made it up. Maybe you didn't see it right. Maybe it wasn't this. Maybe it wasn't that. And I would start making up stories in my head. So I needed the photographs as reference point to calm myself down that it's not pencil thin, that it's a normal size and a normal. To prove I'm not crazy, I needed to fish a turd out of the toilet, put it on a plate. Mm -hmm. And put it next to reference material and photograph it. Yes. Yes. Because, Mike, I am such a hypochondriac. And I've, look, I'm, I'm not being funny. Even several times I've started to freak out and I've taken my phone and looked at the picture. It's like a pacifier, a poop yeah, pacifier. You're right, because I don't mind being constipated. I'm still constipated. I had prune juice today. I, uh, I've been eating a bunch of fiber. I want this to end. But at least... If the if it's a normal size, and I I'm I'm pretty confident it's 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 just that. Okay. So I'm not completely a hundred percent of the woods, but now I feel better. And it's just constipation. Um, speaking of turds, you? speaking of turds, Joey, um, I have a story that takes place on Twitter, so you Go see ahead. the connection. Yeah. But um, uh, this is a little bit weird, but a pretty good friend of mine. Uh, got really angry at me about something I said on Twitter. Um, and are you still there? I'm here. Oh, uh, it's just weird to not hear you say anything for like 10 seconds. <laughs> um, anyway, she got really angry about something that I s- said on Twitter. And like, uh, I rightfully, I mean, th- what I intended to say is not something that I would apologize for, but what, I feel like she thought that I said is something I should apologize for. So I did apologize and I guess, What'd I don't know. Write? I I put that out there. So I say? should apologize because that's not what I meant. What'd you say? Um, it, It's really stupid. It's like, it was, we were, it was like in this weird back and forth with a bunch of people about insulin pricing. Um, But she's someone I used to work with, but the, here's the weirdest thing, Joey. She th- she got really upset. She was like very emotional. She like took it to text message and she was telling me like, um, "How dare you?" Oh and God. that kind of thing. And does she watch RuPaul's um, Drag Race? No, but I had sent her tickets to the color purple like a few days before this, right? Mm-hmm. And the color purple was a few days after this. So in her like irate thing, like when she was wrapping up and like, just, I don't know, being really angry. Mm -hmm. She told me I'm sending these tickets back to you. Okay. Okay. And I was like, you know, don't like, don't like, don't go to that. Like, don't, you don't have to go to that. Don't bother yourself with that. Just, Mm -hmm. Just, that's fine. But then that's where I left it. And stupid Mike, I didn't say, like, I will cancel them and I could just print new ones because I can. Mm -hmm. Or I didn't say, like, keep the tickets and use them. Do you know what I mean? So now there's these two tickets. They're, you know, $70 tickets. I want to – she's not going to use them. I want to cancel them and give them to someone else Mm -hmm. or go myself. Have you talked to her? No. I I was just – I was going to just let it go because it was – pretty clear that she wasn't the uh, the way we left it basically was like you know if you you know if if you ever want to like talk again i'm totally open to it you know you know where to find me Mm -hmm. so it's on her to kind of reach out it's weird though because the i want to know if these tickets are going to be used but here's here's the thing i was the show was this last friday so i have a conclusion too but i was gonna just cancel them and give them to someone else um offer them to maybe even scott the Seder. i don't know if he got he came up to see the show it mm-hmm. was pretty good mm-hmm. but um i didn't because i was concerned if i canceled them and then she shows up for the show mm-hmm. that would be shitty too mm-hmm. so i just was gonna let them 
go dead if nobody used them. Mm-hmm. But she texted me after the show and said she ended up going. And thank oh, you for the tickets. That's good. So it, it actually worked out perfectly, but it could have been pretty bad Did if you that. Say something didn't like, you know, the cost of those tickets was um, could have bought three insulin things or something like that. I'm trying to make a ref. I don't know what, what you said about insulin oh, pricing. Yeah. So <laughs> that was my shot. Um, what else is going on with you? Anything else that you need to tell us about? You know, Mike Lawson, uh, last week, um, during my bloody stool uh, time, so like last Tuesday or something like that, I met up with my pal Dario, right? Oh, by the way, FYI, if any, I actually get eased, I my, I get soothed, you know, and I, I, uh, I find it comforting to read other people's stories of either hypochondria or crazy stool or constipation. So let me repeat this. If you have any stories like that, feel free, I'm not even joking, to email me at joe at catchinguppodcast.com. I think you go to, if you go to the catchinguppodcast.com, there's a drop-down menu I take it, and they can email me, right? Yeah. You said that like an email, though. We There's no email set up. You have to go to catchinguppodcast.com oh. and use the contact oh, form. Oh, okay. Sorry. You have to go to – yeah, go to there and use the contact form. If you have the – please. I'm not even joking. You're doing me – a favor, because then why I like hearing those stories about like, oh my god, like for instance, and I won't say his name, a friend of mine that I talk to frequently told me that after he had gone through some very traumatic and stressful event, he had similar type stool for like a couple months. That anxiety, oh, and I have a, oh, you know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna continue the story actually, kind of, right? Because now it's sort of the aftermath of the story. I forgot about this part, right? <laughs> it's funny. I had no second story. Now I do. I was talking to one friend about he'd been through a traumatic event, and for like a month or so after this traumatic event, he had smaller than usual stool because he was so upset. And so that uh, I've been, I've been, I've been having a lot of anxiety. In fact, there's two things. I, I'm going to make a hodgepodge of stories. One, Mike. Oh God, I felt like such an asshole. So you know, Tato the Latte Boy has been not feeling so hot up until recently, right? And again, if you want to, it's Taylor's story to tell. So if you want to hear uh, Taylor's, what happened to Taylor and everything he's been through, he goes in detail in it. You can go, well, you can support us on Patreon and hear that. Or for free, you can go to uh, Pod is My Copilot, episode 349, and he details everything that happened to him. You can go there and find out what happened. But he's been through a lot, Okay. And I'm going to say, just in a personal experience, like, there were some times where I knew he was going to be fine, but he just sounded really, really ill and weak, you know? He was recovering. And so, uh, I will say that Taylor, now you'll hear this in the show, sounds better than ever. I I really do think this. A lot of you wouldn't know this because I have to edit the show and he edited his own show, but uh, he used to cough a lot. And he doesn't really cough as much as he used to, but you wouldn't hear that because it's often edited out of the podcast. But so he sounds better and stronger than ever. But, you know, occasionally he'll get a cough here and there. So I'm freaked out about my, you know, problem. I'm not going to get back into it. I'm freaked out, right? This is like on Friday. And I text him, can you talk, please? Can you talk? Because he's a therapist, right? Yeah. And he goes, sure. And he calls me. And then as soon as he picks up, he's like, oh, sorry. Like, he took him a while to call me. He's like, sorry, I was doing this X and Y, Z thing, right? We had to do with like medical stuff he had to do. And I go, oh, okay. And he goes, yeah, I got to take this pill. Hold on. And then he takes this pill. And Mike, it's literally like, um, he's like, hold on, let me take this pill. And then like, you hear him drinking water. And he's like, oh, God. Oh, God. <coughs> oh, hold on. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry. Joe. And then like, he's almost throwing up, right? And why are like, you telling oh, I'm telling you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. And he goes like, oh, oh my God, oh my God, oh, sorry about that, sorry, oh, oh, so what's going on? (laughs) And then I have to tell this person who's really, who's recovering from an illness, like, hey, I'm freaking out because my poop is smaller than usual. And then he has to be the one to comfort me, you know? And I felt awful, yeah. but I was so freaked out I didn't give a shit, right? But I did feel awful that I was doing that. This is the person who's been through so much in the past few months. And I'm like, 
My poop, uh, even though all doctors tell me there's nothing to worry about, my poop is a weird shape. Please tell me, I'm, I'm to help me cope with this. And I, to his credit, he did. He made me feel better, you know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, what a dick I am. But Mike, like I told you, I'm under a lot of stress. I'm under undergrad prep stuff and how are we going to fund undergrad prep? Uh, by the way, yeah. if you want to help that stress, you can go to undergradprep.org and hit the donate button. Um, I'm, you know, uh, could we have some grants coming in? Are we going to get those grants? All that stuff, right? Yeah. Then, you know, grants, uh, rants, grants, rants. I have my car accident, which I know still it's weirdly, strangely kind of a stress, even though it's yeah, over. Yeah. It's just been a very stressful couple months. But one of the most stressful things, and I don't mind saying this because this person will never listen to this show, is one of my co hosts from RuPaul's Drag Race. So Tato Vellante Boy is no longer coming to Los Angeles. Okay. And that's yeah. sad. It's awful, right? Yeah. But Evan is coming out here. Mike, he's one of these people. He has not told me one thing he wants to do, right? And you have to say, I've never met him in person before. I've never yeah. met him in person. Okay. Well, yeah. And I've said, what do you want to do? He's like, I don't know, whatever you want to do. I'm up for anything. Right? Well, have you thrown suggestions out? Maybe yes. he just needs some coaxing. He doesn't want to do anything touristy because he came to LA when he was like 15 or something like that, right? He did touristy things. Okay. So that, and that was sort of the wonderful thing about Taylor. Uh, is, Taylor would want to see everything. Yeah, he told me, he said, like, he thought, if it's a touristy thing, I want to do it. And we were just going to drag Evan, you know? Yeah. So that made it so easy, you know? Yeah. Now it's just me and Evan. And three people is a good number, too, to kind yeah, of. It is because you don't have that pressure of like. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I got to talk to – I'm going to have that person. There's a person I've never met in person, you know, who like – Why, didn't, why didn't Taylor think of that before getting all this? I know, dummy. <laughs> and so I'm going to be with him for essentially eight days, even though he, he comes in Saturday morning, but he leaves late Saturday night. So it's essentially eight days. And yeah. um, like the first we, – we go to Malibu on that Monday. And actually starting that Monday, it, it eases up. But those first two days, Mike Lawson, I am – I shouldn't. I used to say low level anxiety. No, it is high, high, high anxiety about what I'm going to do with him. He's given me no guidance. Anything Does he think, smoke weed? No, he doesn't actually. Oh god, that would make it so much better. Or I guess drinking. He loves to drink. Yeah, you guys need to find something that like. Yeah, we'd go to different bars and drink or something like that. Because, but like, or like go bowling. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, and then once we get to Malibu, I, that's the wonderful, beautiful things about Malibu. Is that I can just be like, yeah, whatever he said. Tuesday, we're not going to leave. We're just going to stay in Malibu. And there's the ocean and there's the beach. And he can just, that's an easy day. You know, there's a bunch of easy days after we get to Malibu. But it's that Saturday and Sunday. Do you have any suggestions? Like, for instance, God bless John Marti, right? Yeah. John Marti told me that he and his husband are going to go that Sunday or they, maybe they are, but maybe they weren't going to go, but he knew about it. Like that Sunday that Evan's going to be here, they're doing like a subway tour of like the different stations and you just get okay. on the subway and then they're like, there's all this really cool art in each station in LA and they're going to tell you about the art and the history of it. And yeah, like the I, walking tour. Yeah, yeah. I was like, meh. He doesn't want to do it? He doesn't want to do it. Well, take him to like... Doesn't want to go to the museum. Does he want to go to like a gay bar? So you want to yeah, see I like think, West I think, Hollywood? Or? I think that's what it is. I think everything he's reacted positively to has been gay bar stuff. But yeah. then, because here's the thing. He's 26. And I was looking at his Instagram story. And he's like a, him and a bunch of like hot gay guys like dancing on a boat and shit yeah. like that. I'm like, that is not me. And it's never been me. Right? Right. So, no. But, I mean, he's... He's in. He's coming there for you know a RuPaul thing, so he's going to be in that f- kind of frame of mind. And um, I don't know, like you go to a couple bars, maybe he'll even meet people, you know. And then who knows? Yeah, I think that there's some. There's some. It's just Saturday and Sunday. It's just Saturday and Sunday. So, and I got to figure out a place for him to stay Saturday and Sunday. Uh, he was going to stay at Trevor's, and he still might stay at Trevor's uh, guest house, but. 
we'll talk about that off the air, but there I have, I have a couple of reservations about that. We'll talk about that off the air. Oh. Okay. Um, but uh yeah, so anyway, so I'm not even joking. If anyone and I know I'm the king of LA, but but Evan's been like, I've told Evan that I'm really anxious. He goes like, Well, we can go on a taco tour. I'm like, we're not gonna go on a taco tour for eight days. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So are there any like movies at the It's so cemetery? funny that you say that. Well, okay, there okay, it's fun. Yes, there are. Um maybe Saturday night we'll go to the one of the maybe if it's not sold out, because unfortunately the Saturday that he's leaving, it's the gay one, because it's gay pride weekend and it's too wong fu, and that would have been a super easy one. Oh, um yeah. But but we're on Monday night, uh I, I got uh, ironically no, not ironically. Sorry, English teachers out there. I'm sorry. Coincidentally, I got an email from the Arclight saying like, hey, uh, if you want these two free tickets to the advanced screen of Jodie Foster's new movie, uh, sign up. And I did. And I got the two free tickets. Cool. And uh, she's going to be there afterwards for Q&A. Oh, that's nice. I think she and Jeff Goldblum, I think. And, um, and I told him he was like, gag. And I was hey, like, oh. Like he underreacted? Yeah. And I didn't understand what you did. Because gag means like good, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it means over, good. But you did it like monotone. Um. <laughs> so he underreacted. So he's not that excited about it? I I asked him, he goes, he goes, um, I've seen um uh famous people before. Mike, there's nothing excites him. I think what would excite him is going to West Hollywood and just being in gay bars all the time and drinking. Yeah. Well, why don't you suggest that and see how he reacts? And then you know what? You I think I might need answer. it. I might need it just to like put up with him. Yeah. Anyway, re- reports to follow. What's going on with you? Um. Hey, by, this isn't really a story I have, but do you know that I sold my car? No. Months ago, I sold my car. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the weird thing about our podcast friendship is we only talk when we have an hour to spare. And sometimes there's weeks where we like don't talk for a few weeks. And you know what I mean? Like we hold stories until we're recording. Mm-hmm. And so this just got like pushed down in like important stories when we came back. And I just, I can only tell you two personal stories. So I yeah. never got to it. Go ahead. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, so I went out, my car wouldn't start one morning. Um, so I took it in and like, basically long story short is I had a small problem, which was like my starter, but then I had a larger problem, which was my entire transmission needed to be, uh, replaced, which was not worth it for me and what mm-hmm. the car was worth really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I told the guy who runs the shop, I'm not interested in fixing the transmission, how long do you think I could drive on it? And he kind of told me and I said, yeah, it's not worth fixing to me. So I'm going to just sell it. And he said, he knows some people, so he'll tell them to come look at it while he's fixing the smaller problem that I was getting fixed. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of those guys basically bought my car for me. Um, I was a little hesitant because I was like, I don't know. I felt like I'm, what if this is a setup for me to sell my car cheap? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It worked out. Um, I got, like I got, I feel like I got a decent amount of what I paid for it. If that makes sense. A decent percentage of it back. Um, but I'm carless in the Bay now. So that's a thing. Um, which brings me to my story. I just, on Friday, Joey, Mm -hmm. I've told you these stories about my doctor and how kind of like unorganized and how she yells at people and she barters for, (sighs) um, like weird jobs um, so she'll fill out a prescription if you install a car battery, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I have an appointment with her. Um, I don't have a car, so I jump in a lift mm-hmm. and I took the lift to the appointment and I always schedule my appointments really early in the morning. Just get it out of the way. And then you have the whole day left. Otherwise I kind of like can't do anything before and then I don't do anything after. So yeah. that's how I, I like it to be. So I stroll in at nine o'clock from a nine fifteen appointment. There's four other people in the waiting room. I'm the fifth. The doctor isn't there yet. We sit for about 45 minutes 
So at after we waited for about 45 minutes, the receptionist comes out and she was like, I'm sorry, guys. The doctor just called and said that she's running late and she won't be in for a while. So I'm going to have to reschedule all of your appointments. So, okay. So five of us are pissed now. But then here's the kicker. She's like, and our uh, internet is down. So I actually can't schedule your appointments right now. Oh I'm going to have God. to call all of you. Oh, my okay. God. Awful. So everyone's kind of leaving. Every Half of them are pissed and want to talk to her, half of them, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there still, um, and I open up my phone and call a left, and I leave. Um, but here's the thing is – I'm done with her. I actually started looking at her up on Yelp and it's, it looks like this is a pattern. There's a lot of people that have like just really shitty stories about how she canceled appointments last minute or runs super, super late, all, all kinds of stuff like what I've been experiencing. But I'm like so close to getting an insulin pump that basically all I need her to do is sign a form and fax it to them. Mm -hmm. She has the form. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to like burn this bridge, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm done with her though. That's all. Mike, I've been in a similar situation. Sometimes it works out. I'm going to be honest with you. Do you remember when I was setting up my nonprofit and I was done with the lawyer? Yeah. She's turned out to be board member of the year. Oh, really? Yeah. She's all of a sudden like the greatest board member ever. Okay. So I, maybe sometimes it just, but it maybe it turns around. I don't yeah, know. this this doctor when I'm with her, like she really wants to help me jump through the hoops, and like I feel like she's got my back, but just the BS that kind of like has to be put up with, and I don't know. To, like this is the second appointment she's canceled. The my very first appointment, I got a call when I was on my way to the to the appointment that she had, she had to cancel. It reminds me though of when I was one time talking to a, a friend who also she runs a nonprofit. Yeah. Early on in my nonprofit days, and she was—I was bitching about how uh, I, I, I was unhappy with my board, and I wished they, that they were as invested as I was. Right? I remember she told me, "No, you don't." She goes, "I know it's annoying, and you want them to be as into it as you are, but actually, you don't want a board that's really involved. It's the last mm-hmm. thing you want." And I was like, "Oh, really?" And I've learned that's the truth, right? And so maybe it's the same thing here: is that like, yes. She's a doctor and it's annoying and she cancels appointments and she's crazy and whatnot. But when you ask for it, she just gives you what you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So there's like a it, give and take. Yeah. I'm here's what I'm going to do is just try really hard not to like burn this bridge. You know, like if they call to reschedule my appointment, which by the way, they never called me to reschedule that, that appointment. <laughs> <laughs> but if they call to reschedule the appointment, I can act, kind of act like, oh, I don't have my calendar. I'm going to have to call you back. Yeah. And then hopefully just get this prescription filled for the pump. And then once I'm on the pump, once that's being filled, I just need to then find a doctor that will continue the prescriptions for me. Yeah. I, so. I would say stick with it until you get what you need. And then, and then this is seriously a grumpy old man podcast. I'm talking about like, you know, how difficult it is to get this prescription filled and you're talking about your your insides Mike, coming not, out. It's so funny you say that. I'm not even joking. Today, I went to the supermarket, and all I bought was a bottle of prune juice. Oh, no. <laughs> and, I, and then I came home, and I drank prune juice. Did you do self-checkout at least? No. I bought it normal. Oh. There was no self-checkout oh. option. Oh. Right. I'm sure people buy worse. Did, yeah, I'm sure of it. I just... It, I don't know. I know they know. It's just weird. Yeah. So once again, yeah. anyone who has constipation stories, please go to catching up podcast. No, is that what it's called? Catching up podcast.com. Click on the contact us uh, button and make sure you choose just Joe from the drop down. Hey, Joey. Yeah. Uh, this restaurant's grandiose return to San Francisco comes with a side of controversy. On a recent Friday night, a drag queen with an Easter egg hair and a shiny leotard briskly corralled incoming diners at the new Hamburger Mary's on Castro Oh, Street. don't even start with this. 
Another host in a cascading pink wig led a large group underneath a bank of television screens playing the customary divas, Madonna and Mariah, into a back room. With I don't this isn't a news story. It's too much of a no, narrative. It is a news but story. basically, Hamburger Mary's uh, returns to San Francisco. Um, Hamburger Mary's was actually the like original location was San, a San Francisco institution on Folsom Street. Uh, it opened in 1972 and then closed in 2001. And this new site on Castro near 18th Street has been reborn as part of a national chain of franchises. Joey, have you ever had a Hamburger Mary's? And do you have any opinions about it? <laughs> if there's one thing that gets me more worked up, you know, I was so the other day on RuPaul's Drag Race, Evan. You would think Evan would know this by now. He made the mistake, and we happened to be on the air with a super fan. I would say of not only RuPaul's Drag Race, but just no, it is RuPaul's Drag Race recap, but of Joe Batanz, right? So he knows yeah. the entire Joe Batanz. Uh, like every, he remembers my life better than I do, right? Okay. So Evan on the show the other day, he goes, uh, "This on the air." He goes, he goes. Well, you to me, he says, uh, "Something, something." Well, he's all like, "You have an amazing voice, but a face for radio." And I got so angry. And that kid mm-hmm. Aiden, he goes, "Oh, Evan, what did you just do?" I go, Aiden, why did you say that? He goes, everyone knows you don't make fun. You don't tell Joe he's ugly. Right? And I freaked Mm -hmm. the fuck out. So it turned into a conversation where Evan apologized, whatever, about the things that make me angry. So on Mm -hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race, which is known, don't call me ugly. Right? Okay. Don't mention other uh, RuPaul's Drag Race podcasts and how people should go listen to them. Right? Okay. But most of all, don't talk about Hamburger Marys. <laughs> don't ever talk about Hamburger Marys because that's uh, that is my fucking like. Here's the deal. It all started with this Uber Eats. Did you know you can get Hamburger Marys on Uber Eats? <laughs> I do remember you talking about it. Have you ever Were you eaten? alone? Was that like something you did alone? I've never ordered it. I just saw it on the Uber Eats. No, 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 no. You talking about it. You, oh, yeah, like, I was alone. Something yeah. All by yourself. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was alone. Look, here's the thing. Do you go to this hamburger man's? You're going to go see a drag queen yell bingo numbers, right? If I wanted okay. to see a shitty show with a bunch of drag queens yelling bingo numbers, I know one in Buffalo I could go to, right? So, <laughs> sorry, I just made myself laugh. Anyway, speaking of, uh, this kid was so smart. He knew that even Joey Boohecker knew not that not to make those kind of jokes. I don't remember how he, he had a reference to that. Anyway, the point is, this hamburger marries on Uber Eats. They have like an eighteen dollar cheeseburger, but obviously the eighteen dollar cheeseburger is subsidizing the stupid drag queen bingo show, right? Right. Right. Why on earth? So it's like a, a $6 burger. Yeah. But you're yeah. paying for kind of everything else. I want to reiterate it's not a horrible, f- it's not like disgusting. It's like a Chili's. It's like really is like Chili's, right? But yeah. it's like super expensive because you're paying f- because uh, the Gancha Estranja, you know, uh, handed you a drink or something like that, right? So why would anyone, anyone hire Uber Eats to get. An eighteen dollar hamburger Mary cheeseburger at their like you need yeah. hamburger, but you know what? I'm gonna and I just went on a little mini rant the other day. I don't understand this Uber Eats because actually the Abbey, which is probably one of the most famous gay bars in the world, has actually believe it or not, actually really good food. It's again overpriced. Mm-hmm. It's a gay bar, right? But it's it's really good at least. You know, they're on Uber Eats. Who would ever be like I I need a twenty five dollar uh, nachos. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> exactly. Why would it be like I need twenty five dollar nachos from from uh, the Abbey? It's right. Just, it, it makes no fucking. But I sense. think some of it might be a trap. So it's like people who don't really know that what they're ordering is not 
worth $25, right? Like, and then you get it and you're like, oh, I'm never ordering that again. Here's what I kind of think it is, to be honest with you, to be fair to Hamburger Mary's, is this Uber Eats comes to them and says, hey, you want to be on Uber Eats? And they're like, meh, why not? It doesn't cost anything, maybe? It doesn't cost me anything. If some dummy wants to order, uh, you know, an $18 tuna sandwich for Hamburger Mary's, uh, sure, we'll do it. Yeah, whatever. We have to do nothing but order the fill the order. Okay, great. Sure, why not? I'll give that to them. Well, there's a San Francisco hamburger Mary, so maybe I can Uber eat it when I'm at work uh, tomorrow. Um, wait, do you have anything else you want to talk about, Joey? No, I think I've talked about it. Uh, we've talked about a lot of shit today. Hell yeah! Uh, catchinguppodcast.com. Click contact us. Send Joey your shit stories. I really want. Um, to get, I really want them. Actually, they will make me feel better. There's a but drop don't send down, me any please. that. Don't, but don't send me any that are like, oh, and then I had colon cancer. I want ones that have happy endings. I will say that. Um, luckily, there's not an option to attach photographs in the contact form. So, um, all right, Joey. Well, it, well oh, what do you got going on next week? Anything? Tuesday is my last class that i'm teaching for undergrad prep well, i mean i'm still working for undergrad prep but i'm just gonna be i'm gonna shift into um grant writing mode so okay. tuesday is my last class and then next saturday uh evan Ayers from rupaul's drag race recap comes and spends eight days with me oh it's also it's also betty batanza's birthday oh great mm-hmm. so that should be great too what's going on with you uh not very much um friend of the show uh celeste mm-hmm. uh is in town um kind of job interviewing i don't know how i'm not supposed to say much but it's not my story to tell but she's doing that and so i'll see her her brother came to visit mm-hmm. uh san francisco as well he's living in seattle so he came down so just kind of hanging out with them and their baby and then doing work stuff so she had a baby great. with her brother i'm sorry he said, the brother's coming down, she's coming down, you're going to hang out with them and their baby. And the baby, yeah. Oh, okay. Celeste has a baby. That's all. All right, Joey, well, it was nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at cupodcast Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.